Hello and welcome to another episode of Away to Heal Utah. I'm your host, Dave Meekham, and we have something a little bit new and different for you today as far as our topic goes. We have joining us from the asthma program at the Division of Health and Human Services for the state of Utah. Savannah Smith is joining us. Good morning, Savannah. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for being here. We also have Danielle Forbes, who joins us from the HEAL program. And Danielle, you are a hypertension specialist with the program. How are you today? I'm doing great, Dave. Thanks for having me again. It's good to have you back. And the reason we have you both here is something kind of interesting that I noticed driving down the road. We have the famous freeway signs instead of our I-15 in Utah. And sometimes they're cute and clever and they always have a good reminder on them. And we've seen a lot about air quality lately. And I was thinking, you know, we always hear about air quality in the winter. We have the inversions. We're pretty famous for that. And sometimes our air quality in the winter gets pretty poor, but we don't always think about it during the summer, but yet we still deal with that. So what's going on in the summer? Can you help break that down for us, Savannah? Absolutely. So summer pollution is also known as ozone. And ozone is created by the sun's heat and light, essentially kind of just coming together and acting upon gases in the air. So we know we have our winter inversion, right? Like you said, but these ozone levels in the summer do change throughout the day and they are generally highest in the afternoon hours. So that's why you'll see when you're driving carpool, take the transit, walk. It's because during this afternoon, when we drive our cars and we put the gases into the air, exposure increases our ozone. Exposure to high summer ozone levels can cause that irritation, coughing, wheezing, difficulty breathing. And so it's really just important to remember that even though you can't see it, the inversion doesn't mean it's not there. So in the winter, when we have the inversion, we're having everything trapped, but this is a very different problem, but kind of the same result. Exactly. Yep. So When the sun's heat and light come together, it just creates that atmospheric pollution. But like you mentioned in the winter, we know winter inversions in Utah can be so terrible. We see the smog, especially if you live in the Salt Lake Valley, when you're coming down from Bountiful and you see all of the smog and the yuck. During the winter, there's something called particulate matter. And that is the main pollution of concern. And that's really made up of soot, dust, and vehicle emissions. And there's two measurements, PM 2.5 and PM 10. PM 10 can be filtered out by our nose hairs, our little hairs in our nose and our lungs to cough it out. PM 2.5 is much smaller and it can get past our body's natural defense systems. And so when we breathe it in, it just becomes trapped and it aggravates our lungs. And so if you are dealing with asthma or COPD hypertension, all of those things that can just kind of irritate what's already happening to your body. So it's kind of tricky because in the winter, we can see it with our eyes. We can look out and see all this bad air and like, oh, I shouldn't go out there. But when we have this problem in the summer, we don't walk out and see it. Maybe it looks like a little bit of haze, but nothing like it is in the winter. Yeah, exactly. Because in the summer, we have warmer temperatures. We have more of the breezy feel right in the summer, the wind is blowing, but in the winter, um, it's cold. There's no air. There's no breeze that we feel. So everything just kind of gets trapped and it doesn't have anywhere to go. And Danielle, maybe you can speak to why this is such a big issue. This is not good for our hearts or our lungs. There's so many things going on that this causes problems. Correct, Dave. Air pollution is not a good thing for heart health as far as it goes. The air pollution that builds up a lot of times can build up the plaque in your heart, which 
can eventually lead to a heart attack or other various heart diseases later on. And early exposure to air pollution in childhood can actually increase your likelihood of developing high blood pressure and the risk of hypertension later on in life, as well as during your childhood. Air pollutants are not healthy to breathe in. All those chemicals and all of that, it just naturally impacts your heart. It's just not something you want to be breathing in. And Savannah, maybe you can help us understand, obviously, when you're breathing in the small particles into your lungs, that can't be good for your respiratory system. And for people with asthma, this must be really miserable. Exactly. You know, when you think the average person breathes about 20,000 liters of air per day. And so the air that you breathe has so many particles, dust, soot, bacteria, and viruses. And so when they land on the airway of someone who does have asthma, where their respiratory system is already a little more at risk, the defense mechanisms that someone with asthma has just are not as great as someone who doesn't. So it takes more effort to cough out all of the gunk that you breathe in. And so when you have your lungs that are exposed to all of these particles, it can overwhelm and lead to asthma attacks and worsen your asthma symptoms, especially if you don't have your rescue inhaler handy, it can just be way worse. And because it's so, I don't know if the word is deceiving, but it just slips past you because you don't walk out and see this in the summer. So help us with strategies we can kind of work around this. Obviously, if you've got asthma or heart trouble, this is a really bad situation. So what are the strategies for getting around it? Part of it's just being aware of it. And we're hopefully addressing that here today. But what else can we do to navigate this bad summer air that we get sometimes? Great question. Particularly when we know that air quality is bad. And you can check on the Utah Department of Environmental Quality's website. You can check when air quality is bad, but always just remember to carpool if you can. Work from home if possible. State employee and other companies in Utah, they have started to have a work from home day when air quality is bad. So that's a great option. When school starts, the asthma program has a recess guidance policy and program where we send alerts to schools when air is bad to keep those kiddos indoors who may be experiencing asthma or other respiratory conditions. And when air quality is terrible, meaning it's probably not good if you have asthma or not to go outside. We send those recommendations for indoor exercise activities as well to school principals and teachers so that they're aware and that they know, hey, let's stay indoors today, but let's still get our jitters out and let's stay active. And so we provide those resources to schools. Those are all great things, Savannah. So thank you for mentioning those. Just to add to that a little bit, another important thing I would say is making sure to not idle your car as much. I know you see those signs as well all over the state saying like, be idle free, but that is a key thing. You really don't want to be running your car and breathing in the gas emissions. And another thing too, is just making sure that you're taking your medications as well. I know with people who have asthma and hypertension, you might notice a little bit more of an impact when air pollution is really poor throughout the state. And so just making sure you're staying on top of those things and taking them as directed is a key thing. And speaking from my own experience, I moved here six months ago and 
I've even noticed a little bit of a difference as far as like miasma goes with the inversion periods. And it'll be interesting to see with wildfire smoke further on in the summer. So I like these ideas. You know, if you do have to go into the office, great time for public transit. A lot of little things that you can do, but they do make a difference. If you can limit your exposure to the outside air, if you take public transit and get some of the cars off the highway, all these things can make a difference and help out everybody. Exactly. You're right. Spot on. This has been a really interesting conversation because we just don't often think about pollution and air quality in the summer, but it's something we need to be aware of. And we will put that link in the show notes to help you determine what the air quality is for the day and help plan, especially if you're somebody who suffers from asthma or maybe heart disease. These are important things to be aware of if these are issues that you deal with in your life and these strategies to help get around them are very valuable. Danielle and Savannah, thank you for being here today. And thanks for being part of this discussion. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much, Dave. We look forward to having you again on the show. Danielle, I know we'll be talking to you in February for Heart Health. So that'll be fun to have you back. And Savannah, hope to have you back very soon as well. And thank you for joining us today on Away to Heal Utah. We'll see you next time. 